all kinds of things in. I mean, her boobs and um, Patricia Arquette's boobs. I didn't get. To I think Patricia Arquette's boobs changed. I think she. Got Those some are new just. Boobs. It was she. It's, that's possible, but also that dress was like super tight. But you're right. Her, her, the profile of her when she was walking on stage was insane. Mm-hmm. They're a bit shinier than they've been in previous because be. she's always had big boobs but she's had she's had a few kids i mean uh, selma's had one maybe two maybe two kids um yeah but the way that uh, although maybe maybe patricia just shined hers up i don't know but i was i was there for all of their boobs so yeah they, that was um, and gwyneth Som- paltrow's ass <laughs> ass or abs or both more her ass i mean her abs yeah. are still great i'm just like dude she said something on the red carpet about like having teenagers and I was like, oh my God, that's right. <laughs> Granted, she's looking more and more like her mother, which is not a bad thing. No, she was, she was beautiful. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Selma has one daughter. Okay. And okay. what happened to us? Episode 80, guys. 80. Yeah. Damn. You know, oh. with hmm. Nate, Stacy, and Hugh. Yep. Nathan. Yep. Just, Nathan. I was just waiting for that. You know, yeah. The correction. Um, so Golden Globes. Yep. Or this past weekend. Yeah. I, I did not realize it was this weekend. They came up fast. Right. It's all, and it's it's always on uh, wild card football weekend. So, it, it you know, so it, it kind of gets lost. Not lost in the show. But I, what I was especially shocked at, it was that it, it aired on NBC and the Seahawks-Eagles game right before it mm-hmm. aired on NBC, which could have been somewhat disastrous had that game gone to overtime because there was only about 25 minutes between them. That's what I was like, thinking. I, I don't think NBC's ever done that. The, like the the, the four, what is is that wind? No, that is a motorcycle. That's a small penis. Oh, oh, it's um, it's small. Well, I know what you're looking at. Yes, um, the uh, no, that you know the the wild card weekend. It's four games in all four networks that that air football: ESPN, CBS, uh, NBC, Fox. Each take a game, but I don't think NBC's ever done the last game before the Globes because they usually have their own red carpet show. <laughs> And that, that thing was getting close. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I feel like the Globes were just a week earlier than they usually are. That's possible. It's always, well, it's, uh, yeah. It's I mean, always, it's always, I know it's, it's the first one. It's always like right after New Year's, but not like, I don't feel like it's like the fourth. I feel like it's usually like the eighth or the 10th well, or something like that. That's true. Maybe that's where true. things could've fell. Been, this Maybe. Year. Been up, yeah. And it, and it could have been up against, I mean, it's always up against football. Like, you know, next weekend would have been also football, mm-hmm. but I've never seen a game like, had that game gone to overtime and they had to either start the Globes late or start or cut the football game off, you would have had two parts of the country, two you pe- have- you know, types two- of people in the country that would have two uh, audiences, I guess, yes. that would have been very upset and not there's not a lot of staggering or there's not a lot of that Venn diagram's not real big. I don't think I'm certainly on I'm certainly on it. But I wouldn't and, and so the football so, fans, in my opinion. I wouldn't, ang- I wouldn't anger the Golden Globes fans. I think they're a little bit more passive aggressive than the football fans. They're Twitter aggressive. They're, they're both yeah, Twitter aggressive. That it, they're both very Twitter aggressive. That's true. I mean, but, the, well, no, but especially given that the, the two fans in that game are two especially intense fan bases. I Seattle, I, Seattle's not as annoying as Philly, but they're still pretty intense. Oh, yeah. but Philly's very intense. Like, Philly would have might have. Philly's throwing out the, death this, threats. Oh, they're always the throwing. Oh, that's big new news. Well, I mean, <sighs> they always do that. No, it's just like a, there was a hit on a player, and uh, you know, it it wasn't a clean hit. It was a bad hit. Hmm. Concussed the quarterback, Ooh. kind of thing. And uh, yeah, the, the fans were not happy. They were putting out like you know death threats towards the player, the defensive yeah, player. It's, it's just Philadelphia. It is, I, I understand, but it's just kind of like one of those things where you're like, it's football. Things happen. You know, it didn't seem the, like uh, he, he meant to knock a guy no, out. Usually, don't. I don't think. No, <sighs> yeah, that's he's that didn't seem especially dirty. No, what crazy was is I saw hit? in Seattle. Uh, yeah, okay. No, he kind of just rammed him into the ground, but it wasn't like I don't even think there was a flag thrown. There wasn't. Um, that game got a uh, 84 share rating share in Seattle, meaning 84 percent of the TVs on in Seattle were on the game. That's mm. pretty insane. I'm not surprised. No, no, not a lot else to do in Seattle. No, I guess. keep warm and watch Seahawks. And the the the, the hipsters that uh, are too good for the game didn't, don't have TVs, so they don't even count into the uh, the, 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 the TV share. So that 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 actually works out. I mean, for the amount of TVs that must have cable, I mean, there's got to be about maybe ten. 
TVs yeah. that aren't bars. Oh, that's true. I didn't even. I I don't even know how they. Um, if you're streaming NBC like through Sling or Yahoo, I, or, I don't even or Yahoo. I don't know if that counts for ratings because that that wouldn't be a Nielsen thing. I don't know how that works. I, I mean, I've been paying attention to the Wednesday Night Wars of wrestling. Wait, I did. Bill Safer just made an appearance. Oh, what do you need, Dan? <laughs> oh man, I wish we, I wish we were videotaping that and we could put that on because it's like the kids coming in on the, uh, yeah. the, the live video. <laughs> I don't even know how we would do that. Oh yeah, that 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 famous one. Yeah, there's a couple um, of them. Oh my god, they're great. I would have to have yeah. Nate recording onto a, a screen where we would be being recorded on. Well, no, you can you can screen record. I don't know if you have it on I doubt iPad. That, that this iPad, I doubt it. Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably so too old. old. This yeah. is like Gen 2 yeah, iPad. Probably not. Yes, I've just dated the technology. It still works. Why get a new one? Exactly. Um, True. Until the, the, the porn viruses kill it, it's, it's, it's kicking. There you go. So, uh, yeah. So, what was this? Uh, you know, well, the, the, think about that. Just Not just the, but the, the recording of live events mm-hmm. as well, because not everyone's going to watch the game live. And, like, how yeah. do you count that? You know, there. I think uh, there I is know. a way of viewing. There is recorded material. They do, and it's and and you get a certain share depending on like, it's like the first like couple of days gets a certain amount, right. and then after that, you know, and and then it basically goes down. But yeah. And it's oddly this, this came up. I was having a conversation at a bar recently to do with this. Like advertising in TV is not what it used to be, mm-hmm. and there's not the same kind of money. But the only places where advertisement. Mm-hmm actually matters are live events like sports mm, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm also guessing things like the golden globes and the oscars those kind of award ceremonies where advertisers are like oh people are going to sit through these like advertisement well, should be higher for those kind of things well yeah like i noticed i, I didn't i just had it on the background because i was doing other work but i was watching your old network e um their red carpet because i because since I don't have cable or satellite anymore, I was kind of limited on what coverage mm-hmm. there was. I just didn't know. So, anywho, I had it on low. But I noticed a few times when I, like, looked up, they didn't always – I would say, like, at least 50% of the time when they were on a commercial, they didn't completely cut away to a commercial. They just had yeah. the scene, and then they had a screen in there where they were having an ad. So they were still showing, like, arrivals and stuff like that, but then they were showing the ad within the arrivals. We yeah at E we always did that it was almost yeah you've noticed almost all the commercial breaks they just use B roll from the robo cams mm-hmm. while the commercials going so yeah it just shows random stuff on the carpet I noticed though the um I think the they've caught finally caught on to people on like live TV doing the thing where you started either five minutes late or like you pause it to go to the bathroom and then fast forward through the commercials mm-hmm. they're finally they're finally caught smart to that cuz i know that several times during the globes and i've noticed it in live sporting events they will do the split screen the with an ad and with an yeah, yeah with the ad yeah like the ad and the game like they did it during the masters like they cut into like a tiger woods putt with an ad like and they did it at the globes like a few times so they're they're finally you know, they're finally figuring out hey people don't watch the ads even on live tv mm-hmm. no it is your bathroom break i mean yeah, yeah. Eh. that's well no, i i okay all the all the all the political speeches were my bathroom by q i don't think i don't, I don't <laughs> think there were many political yeah. speeches this that the, toward the, the the second half were like but they were good they were all like mm-hmm. people just of course i it's so funny how the the Fox News crowd just went crazy about about Ricky Gervais. Oh, no, no, about Ricky Gervais. (laughs) Suddenly he was their hero yesterday because it's like, oh, he's Ben Shapiro on his show was like, oh, finally the Hollywood elite gets slayed by Ricky Gervais. First off, he didn't do anything different than he ever does. I don't don't think any, I mean, if any of the actors in the audience, probably some of them might've been like, oh, that hurts, but they didn't seem upset. Like most of them were laughing. He does it every year, and every if anybody, if, if if Ben Shapiro has ever seen a roast, the roasts are far meaner. Like they just wanted so bad for Ricky to be their own, but then Ricky even came out afterwards, is like, no, 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 I am not one of yours. No. Like he's, yeah. I was about to say he was like uh, making fun of multinational corporations and horrible human beings was what I did there. Yeah, I mean, he made fun of Apple right before Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston came on stage yeah. to present awards. So. Like, yeah, he was like, I loved him. 
Yeah. He was great. And yeah, there were, there were a couple of times I was like, oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, he had some good ones. He had, he had some good ones. And it's, yeah, they, they, always, they always try to find the stunt person in the audience. Like Tom Hanks became a meme all of a sudden because of <laughs> the look on his face. But the look on his face wasn't like disgust. It was like, ooh, wow. Yeah, Ricky that's said a truth that. bomb. Like it was one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, and I it, couldn't I mean, say that kind yeah. of face. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the most embarrassing thing to Tom Hanks the whole night is his son. Oh, like that did not go well. Chet, Chet, oh, Chet Hanks is the worst. Is you it? did not he, hear about uh, this one? No, I didn't. Oh. There's a video. There's a, somebody got, I don't know who was recording him, but there's Something a video. You know, Chet, Chet is a, or we'll call him Chester, real name Chester. Chet is um, a rapper by trade, and Tom Hanks is and Rita Wilson. The one that's Tom Hanks is and Rita Wilson's, Colin Hanks being only Tom Hanks is. Yeah. Um, the, he's a rapper, and he's not a particularly good one. And he um, he did a rap on the red carpet that somebody filmed about 15 seconds long uh, of him basically like rapping in like patois, like the like Jamaican accent. Yep. Like oh. it, it, it was very appropriate, like cultural appropriation. And it was a lot of people on Twitter, especially black Twitter, has not taken kindly to it, though. Some actually have said, like, actually, he's pretty good at that. But most were offended. And this was before the show, but of course it went viral after the show. Mm-hmm. So of course Tom Hanks has no idea anything about it, but he has enough of a social. Well, I'm sure they're well aware of it now, but he, you know, like that could have been. I'm, I'm sure there was a talking to afterwards because it was not a good look. Yeah, maybe there was. And then he du- he doubled down today. TMZ got video of him outside some like ice cream place in LA, and he rapped some more. Oh, good for him. So he's he, he's working uh, his craft. He, he's working his craft. Let him be. Let him, yeah, do, let all... Chester do his thing, <laughs> and and he's said and done some not ra- not racist things so much as just appropriation. Like he's he's in that that school of you know he oh. just I don't I don't know I don't know what the way I want to phrase it, but oh. yeah, he just says and says and does things that he probably shouldn't, but I don't think he means wrong by them. What was the movie? He's, he's, he's just, just ignorant. What was the movie with the ignorance? Yeah, Jamie Kennedy, Most Wanted, Malibu, Malibu's Most Wanted, Malibu. yes, like, yeah. kind of well, like that, yes. That's what yes. I'm thinking. Yes, or the or a lot of the characters that are like what Lonely Island jokingly does, right? Like, you know, like but but Chet Hanks is more serious yeah. about it, and he, and it's you know and it, it, it it's just more glaring because it's Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's son. I've heard like a lot of people. I don't know how much they meant it, but a lot of people that were kind of upset with Chet Hanks were saying things about Tom Hanks being like, "You're America's dad. Maybe you should be Chet's dad." Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be America's dad so much as your Chet's dad, or some things like that. Like basically blaming him for for the upbringing of Chet Hayes when I think I think Colin Hank, Hanks is oh Chet Hayes is his stage name, sorry. Oh. Um, but uh, he, um, I think Colin Hanks has proven that Tom Hanks did okay as a dad because Colin yeah. seems delightful. Yeah, just delightful. Yeah, and I've heard yeah. wonderful things about Colin Hanks. Like you, you really you don't hear anything bad about Tom Hanks. Or Rita Wilson. No. Well, and people no. were skewering Rita because apparently she was on Twitter because she was freaking out because her hair and makeup person yeah, was like was an, an hour and a half, half late. late. And she was like, and then people were like, you, they're like, there's so much worse things going on in the world. And it was like, she knows that. Yeah. She knows that she, like the world is burning and everything like that. She's, she was trying to make, she was trying to be like, what should I do? Help me. But also at the same time, like, you know, Hey, if I look like shit, everybody's going to know now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, the, I, she, she posted on like, in, uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter, I believe, or maybe it was Instagram. No, it was Instagram. Cause it was a picture of her with her messy hair yeah. saying, help my, my hairstylist is an hour and a half late. I booked him in September or something like that. And yeah, I could totally see my first thought when I read the tweet was, Ooh, that might not play very well. Cause people would be like, Really, that's what you're complaining about this weekend, like after all the Iran stuff. But I didn't, I don't think, yeah, she, I didn't, hopefully people weren't too upset about her. This is the thing that, I, like, I, it's this idea that, like, that people can't hold two ideas in their heads or concerns are in their head at the same time. Like, you can yeah. be concerned about your own personal stuff. Like, you can be concerned that, like, your hair is not going to be ready while at the same time being concerned that Australia is on fire. And that yeah. we might be going into World War Three. Like you, you can have two competing ideas. Like we all, because if we didn't, then we wouldn't be able to pay our bills and feed and clothe ourselves. 
It's true. Like, let's think about that. Like, we have so many thoughts running through our heads. I'm sure that her hair and makeup at that moment, that very moment, was the most important thing to her. Um, On top of also probably getting her children ready, too, making sure Chet was ready because she's probably like, I don't know what fucking Chet is going to do. And if I have to worry about Chet, I don't want to have to worry about my hair and makeup. Yeah, it's true. Let's think about that. uh, Moms have a lot to think about. Some some thread started on Twitter the next day where some comedians I, I don't remember who it was I wish I could find it but a bunch of it turned into a funny conversation where they were saying that the ultimate power move would have been for that stylist to just show up the next morning but act like it was totally normal when they were showing up <laughs> like and just 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 totally play it off like just walk right in and say and put like put her hair up and she's like what are you thinking and up to you what are you thinking and it's the day it's a day late but they, they're like. Do we know what why the the hairdresser and makeup artist was late? Uh, my guess is just knowing, just based on the hair stylist that we would have to book for for, for a lot of the times <laughs> for like yeah for I well I needed makeup not not a lot of hair um that like for Ryan for instance like a lot of Ryan's Seacrests um um just throwing names out um Name he he and julie dropping names is what i meant he and juliana their hair makeup people ryan's are more specific to his because he's rich and famous enough that they can be his full time mm-hmm. and he's busy enough juliana uses a lot that that and we, we used to have kelly osborne their hair makeup people do a lot of other people right so it's like that that per, it's like trying to get them uh, uh, scheduled correct like st- scheduled right and that's the reason that like well obviously like the e-talent but a lot of celebrities get rooms at the beverly hilton mm-hmm. and just do it there because it's a lot easier it's, when you're doing it at home like rita was trying to do you're, you're kind of playing with fire because yeah you could have booked that person four months ago but if if the people they worked with during earlier yeah, yeah rita wilson can't expect her to be the only person that hair makeup person had all day i mean rita wilson is a known name but there are a lot of stars out there, mm-hmm. you know, and there are not. It's not like there's a one to one ratio of stylists to to actors. So well, yeah, but depends. like there are a lot, but uh, the stylists that depends. you trust exactly. Stylists you trust, sure. yeah. Especially sure. I might have hair. if when I become that that rich and famous enough, I'm just gonna book that person. I'm gonna pay their human. I'm gonna double their day rate and be like, you are mine. For the entire well, the, day. <laughs> the key the key is to find the really good ones that do hair and makeup. Because oh, a lot yeah. of them don't. No. And no. and like like Ryan has his own team of hair makeup wardrobe that go with him everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of a lot of the male like I, I can't speak for a lot of actors, but I can speak for the male like hosts for E. And a lot of them had hair makeup that were the same because most of them their hair was so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Brian's was Ryan's is a bit tougher, especially for a couple of years. He was rocking that pompadour, but like a lot of a lot of the male correspondents have hair that really requires no hair. Yeah. Like, um, so though, but yeah, for the women, it's a lot harder to find hair and makeup the same person. Juliana was wearing a wig. Yeah, her like, hair was out of control. It was terrible. I'm sorry. It was like really. Yeah. It was really bad. And you know. I, I liked her dress actually, but I, I was I was sitting there and my roommate walked in and she just took one look at her and she goes and granted Juliana's wearing a long sleeved gown and still my roommate was like that woman is so skinny yeah she's she, so thin oh like you God. could tell it like right through the thing I mean I I don't want to I don't I'm not gonna like shame anybody and anything like that but I just was like. Even in that dress, I was like, she still looks super thin. She, She's oh always been gosh, super like, thin. Well, she also, I mean, she, she would used to wear a lot of backless dresses. And when mm-hmm. you'd be standing like right next to her, like, you know, you could totally see like the, the, the backbone, mm-hmm. the spine, like the, you know, like it's, she was like skeletal, but at the same time, she was really sick. Mm-hmm. But I but I have not heard about her, which almost made me worry a little too. If she's wearing wigs, like I haven't seen her on TV in a long time. I don't watch E. Yeah. But I hopefully she's not like sick again. I hope but not. that's, but like she was super thin, and that was what everybody was saying. Is like, well, you know, she. I mean, she was she had cancer, and I don't. We don't know her health now, but she hasn't seemed to gain that weight. Back, so I don't she know. She was but... super thin before she got cancer. She was. Oh, even even yeah. She just got she got thinner. But yeah. yeah. If you go, she was never anything. I mean, she was maybe fifteen pounds heavier than that tops. Tops. At most. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I can ask around. I know someone who works still works over at E. And is a producer for was a producer for E News. I don't even know if they do E News anymore. No, it's now on the East uh, Coast. Yeah. That's right. Um. So she's doing a different show now. 
Well, my friend. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I know somebody who used to work for Ian now on camera, and now they're not because yeah. everything got moved. I think there's still maybe that nightly pop show. That's what it is, nightly pop. Nightly I, pop. I think, I think that's that still one... gonna be here, but yeah, I don't know for it? how much longer. What were you saying? Yeah, it? I I didn't know if I thought one of the the nightly shows just ended because of the move, but I didn't know if any of them were staying. So it's fully moved to the East Coast then. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Except for very like, um, you know, certain obviously shows that are produced out here. Oh, like, but those aren't the, those aren't like in, those aren't like nothing shot at the E studios and the E headquarters have moved. Right. So there's nothing like. Yeah. So like all the live shows that like, well, I guess E News isn't live, but you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. Ob- obviously stuff like the Kardashians is going to stay out here, but right. like everything else that's E specific. Isn't that just funding E now? It, I'm just guessing. Or uh, they, they cost so much money to produce that. It's like eventually. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, well, this is my thing. Is like, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know that much, but I'm just kind of like, why are they moving to New York? Because the center of entertainment is Los Angeles. Also, Los Angeles is cheaper than New York. <laughs> like, like you think about like rent, rental space, everything like that. I mean, all this. Well, I mean, I you know I know a few things from you, and I know a few things from another couple of people. But it's still, it's just not like I'm like really NBC Universal. Like, you think that moving E to New York is? I mean, they have their headquarters there. So. Well, they've been well, yeah. They've been more ever since. I mean, when I started there, E was its on its own. Mm-hmm. Then we got bought by Comcast. Well, first we merged with, with G4. Then we got bought by Comcast. Then technically Comcast bought NBC Universal, but nobody talks about that part. That's right. Everybody, act, everybody acts like NBC Universal because Comcast is much, much bigger. Right. Like you know, that was that was the whole running joke on uh, on Thirty Rock. Yeah. When they were bought by Cable Town, that was actually Comcast. But um, but then as soon as like one now that they work with NBC Universal, like they become so like synergized. I don't know if that's a word. But with them, that now they're entwined with. I, I like. I think a lot of the E offices are actually at Thirty Rock now. I they're think so that too. Entwined, they're that entwined with NBC. Mm. It's like they're basically together, which that makes sense. Okay. That they would move all like live operations because out here is really. They weren't even at the studio. They were at a building outside Universal Studios, uh-huh. so it wasn't even. It, it like wasn't even a. They moved there what know, like they, three years ago. The, they moved there right after I left. So yeah, they moved there in about uh, the late fifteen, late okay. two thousand fifteen. Yeah, we used to be on on Wilshire, mm-hmm. right across from the SAG building, which the SAG building got evacuated today because of a bomb threat from Iran. Oh, oh, fabulous! Yeah, well, so, uh, allegedly from Iran. It was somebody that probably was. A, I don't allegedly. I don't mean to cast aspersions, but it was probably a right winger who wanted to make it look like it was Iran Trump related when they just wanted to throw in a bomb threat to SAG. Because I, I very much doubt the Iranians care much about like actors. I mean, they might, they might, you know, if you're talking about attacking cultural icons and centers of the U.S., the SAG building isn't necessarily one of them. No, like I don't know if they would even know what SAG was. No. So or, or yeah, so but yeah. Anyway, didn't mean to change the subject on it. No, 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 no. That's fine. Like, what, what, what don't we do when we change into different subjects of conversation <laughs> on this show? I mean, it wouldn't point. be us without that kind of uh, train of thought. It just Good point. Flows. So, um, outside of this being one of the few years where I've actually seen the majority of films, mm-hmm. like honestly, I've only missed uh, The Irishman. Because I don't want to sit down for three and a half hours and watch a Scorsese film. At least it's on Netflix, yeah. so you can like pause it and yeah, go make I, dinner. And like. I, saw, I saw there's, I, I think it's gone around more, but I believe Neil Brennan was the first person I saw tweet about it, where he did the exact breakdown of breaking it down into four parts, oh. like to the minute of where you should stop at each time, and you turn it into a, like a four part miniseries. Ooh, and I he said if you watch it that you watch it that way, it's actually. Not only is it easier because you're not sitting for four hours, but it actually the story flows pretty well as a mini series, like unless you can just sit down for the whole thing. Oh, well then I'll check but that out. Like, Cause yeah. Yeah. I, I trust Neil, Neil with that. <laughs> I did too, Yeah. And he specifically, but I, I heard a number of other people say like retweeting it. So it might not have been his idea, but he definitely, if you look at his timeline, cause I, I'm not going to sit through the whole thing. And especially since I heard it's particularly slow, even for like a Scorsese movie. So I don't like four hours can fly by if it's something like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, kind of exciting. Hmm. Yeah. I do want to see. I. I mean, 
I mean, I'm like, I will probably watch The Irishman at some point. I do want to see 1917, obviously. Uh, that, that I want to see in the theater. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm like, yeah. Let's go. Let's do a group thing. Not with you, okay. of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll, bring the, I'll bring the FaceTime. We, we'll just FaceTime him. Yeah. yeah, we'll FaceTime him in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do want to see 1917. I want to see Parasite. Uh, that's a, especially, I'm trying to get yeah. a screener of that, so I'll Ooh. let you know when I get that. Okay. Please do. Yep. His, uh, his, our his friend speech Bob. was fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, it was. So I love how the, the like it's it's the burning the uh, burning the entire you know like the the entire audience of the movie by saying you can't read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's great. He basically you know, he basically said like you you know I can't I, I can't think of his exact phrasing, but it was something like it's a, it, you know you should get over the two, like the two inches of yes words underneath the screen and yeah. be, your mind will you're, be open to films throughout mm-hmm. the world kind yeah. of thing. Well, it's true though. I mean, I. I, I, I love foreign films, and I don't have a problem. I've never. I I have a problem more when they're dubbed in English. I don't like it. I prefer subtitles. I prefer to hear the actors speak. And eventually, like usually after about like ten or fifteen minutes, it's it it's so easy. It's just so easy. Yeah, you do. You get into it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like I don't. And we don't need to. Like I. I will. I will punch somebody the person in the throat the studio who wants to remake parasite in the american version like no oh, they will. i know they i know they're already working on it too but i i won't see that version like no let's see the see the original i mean they dude they come out with another version of the grudge already like yep. there's the i've seen the original japanese version have you seen the michelle yeah. geller version yeah, my friend. My friend wrote it. My friend wrote. My friend brought the wanted brought the wrote wanted to make the Grudge here in the United States. Made the Michelle, Michelle Geller version yeah. and the Grudge too. And yeah, so I never saw either of those, but I know of the Japanese one. But I'm too, I'm too well, sick and I, of shit to see it. I only saw I only saw the American Grudge, and I didn't see the Grudge too, and the Japanese Grudge because of him. And, and his wife, because I was like, okay, because I'm not a horror movie fan. Mm-hmm. I like thrillers. I'm not, I'm not really into horror movies, um, uh, unless they're in space for some reason. If they're in space, I like them. Less like, believable. Um, As it, like, it could happen kind of thing. I th- it's, it's kind of that. Also, I just like space movies, obviously. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I like space movies. Fair. So, yeah. Fair enough. So I guess we can put it. Like, yeah. Event Horizon is a gory, freaking crazy horror film. But it's in space, so I kind of like it. Because like, I guess yeah. if you put like science, I guess if you put like science with it and like space science, then I like it. Just it turns, it turns that part of my brain on. Yeah, if that makes sense. Because you're kind of educating, or at least hypothetically. Because even probably, you know, there's. I'm sure Michio Kako could be like, no, this is wrong. That would never happen. But I was like, I don't care. It just sounds like I could. So, mm-hmm. anyhow, yeah. But okay, so and what else? What else have you seen, the, the, uh, Hugh? That's on the w- list. Go ahead, Nate. I was just gonna say the only movie with subtitles I've ever cared for is um, when Brad Pitt has subtitles in Snatch. <laughs> those, are, those are the only only ones I care about. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Nice. Thank you. Um, I would say I did not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I I was upset that it won Best Screenplay. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not a good movie. It's it's not. It's not, there's some great scenes in it, but it doesn't. Uh, I don't. I don't understand why people are like this is the, the greatest film of his career. I that it, Parasite should have won best script. Marriage Story was a better script than that. Marriage Story was good. I liked Marriage Story. Yeah. At least it tells it a story. You, it does it makes tell you a feel story. better. Once upon a time was not. It was not nominated by the WGA for their awards, which good. is kind of funny. That's yeah. That's exactly what. That's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. Though I appreciated his, um, I, I don't want to say candor or just his assholeness, but I did like that Quentin Tarantino actually said he has nobody to thank because he wrote it by himself, <sighs> which I, I, I respect him being, because that's on brand for him. That's perfect. It yeah. is. Uh, when he gets like his, you know, what, whatever, what did Tom Hanks, <laughs> whenever yeah. he gets his Lifetime Achievement Award the Cecil, from wherever. Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah, the Cecil B. DeMille or, you know, whatever the Oscar wants, the Irving Thalberg or whatever. Um, he, they, because, you know, they say, because Tom Hanks or, or Ellen DeGeneres with hers, they were like, I don't have a time limit. Um, they better give him a time limit because that man does not shut up. 
there's the the way I his his cadence, just the way he talks, annoys me. Let's not. I don't even care what he's saying. The way he talks annoys me. It puts it 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 not it. I would say that it puts me to sleep, except for the exactly what you're saying. The because what he says, I usually find so uninteresting. But the cadence is just in a way that it annoys you enough to keep you awake. I've 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 loved his yes that's true. I've loved his films for a long time. Like I've I've, I've liked all of them up and you know whatever. But um, he's always seemed like a fairly unlikable guy. And then after the black salt incident at the Chateau, he was especially unlikable. <laughs> That's right. Black salt. salt. It's always Dick. a thing. Mm. Oh. I, you know, he, that day, I don't know if we've talked about that on the pod before. I don't remember the black salt incident. I mean, but, um, you've told me about it, but I don't know if we talked about it on the pod. Yeah. So, quick yeah, sum up. Quick, quick, quick. If we, if, if we haven't... It, Okay, it's basically our friend Josh and I were at the Chateau during lunch hour, well, afternoon. It was an afternoon, so it was very empty out on the patio, and we were sitting like a few tables away from Quentin Tarantino, who was working, handwriting something, which was, I guess that's how he writes scripts, I don't know, but he was clearly writing. And um, he ordered a margarita from the server, and they the, and then when it came out without, basically he has black, he, he has the hotel carry black salt for him. Specifically for him, only for him. And the margarita came out without black salt, and then he said he got mad and asked for them to do the black salt. Then it turns out they had ran out of his black salt, and he went nuclear and just started screaming at the server about black salt and, like, why the fuck is there no black salt? And it was hysterical because, really, there were maybe ten people. The Chateau Patio is not that big, and, like, Josh and I, and there were not that many people there. And he was just going crazy. And if, if the time frame of when this happened a few years ago, he was probably writing this movie. Like he was clearly working on a script of some kind. And that so, Hateful Eight. So. Uh, no, it was after that. It was after that. Okay. Like that was that was that was a few. But it doesn't matter. Right, but basically, he's an asshole. It's like I have concrete proof in real life that he's an asshole. He's he's the reason. He's one of the celebrities that when Ricky Gervais said, "Don't get up here." And make a political statement because you don't live in the real world. You don't have any reason to say anything. He's one of those celebrities because yep. he's not, he yep. hasn't lived in the real world for a very long time. Certain ones like, like if Aquafina had said something because she's new, she's a newcomer, she's right. young, and she's worked very hard to get where she, like she's kind of blown up overnight. She, in my opinion, could say something if she wanted to, because I was like, you've been, you were struggling for a very long time hustling. Uh Do you know what I mean? But also like, but now in my opinion, also to JLo, like if JLo came up and said something, I'm like, yeah, you you haven't, (laughs) you haven't struggled for a very, very, very long time. This Uh, is in in living color. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking 30 years. Stacey, don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. Oh, that's right. She's still Jenny from the block. She is I think it was also towards De Niro if he won. Yeah, maybe. Because De Niro's always got well, a they, Well, yeah, they, the, well, the right, yeah, they always, uh, they already hate him because yeah. every time he goes on CNN, he just basically he says, says, fuck, fuck Trump. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, I also the... say, if you win, it's your time. You can say whatever the fuck you want to, though, too. Yeah, like, I'm like, they, they, it's up to you. I mean, I do get tired of people saying, like, just thanking everybody all the time i do want somebody somebody to say something in, interesting and inspirational if it happens to be political fine but if it happens to be just more you know inspirational than or or funny or interesting like i don't know olivia coleman warms the cockles of my heart she yeah she's, she's adorable she, she she rambles but in like an adorable <sighs> way yeah like the, um, well, if you want to go back, I think that one of the best speeches of all time is Joe Pesci when he won for, I guess it was Goodfellas. And he, I believe, yeah, it was Goodfellas. My cousin Vinny, um, maybe? No, Marissa no, Tomei won for, no, for that. Support, I think it was supporting for, for Goodfellas. I think I'm you're right. Positive. Hmm. Uh, but if you go back and look up his speech, he literally just went up and said, thank you, and then walked away. Like, so did Merritt Weaver yeah. did that when she won an Emmy for Nurse Jackie. She just she was so like, I don't know. She just was like, thank you, and then bye. And you're like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's all you need to yeah, do. <laughs> I mean, or, or do the just the batshit crazy thing that Marlon Brando did where he sent up that Native American woman. Who wasn't really Native everybody American. Was so, no, but everybody was so confused. <laughs> what just, were you going to say that, here? Because that's, that's fun. Oh, I was just thinking about other people who with political would be, but we went on a different, oh, yeah. I was going to just say Sean Penn would be another one. Oh, yeah. And oh, would, he absolutely, well. Yeah, that's like well, where people are just, we don't care what you have to say anymore. Just, we understand you're going to say something geopolitical that you want to, people to be aware of and mm-hmm. who gives it. In all honesty, there's a woman who sent nude pictures 
of herself. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. She raised $1 million for Australia for yeah. people donating $10 for the animals. And if they, yep. should we send one photo for $10 to people who showed that they donated money to? As opposed to Celeste Barber, who raised $6 million in less than 24 hours. Same with this girl. Through her thing. But she, but she didn't do any nude photos. Wow, that's. She's just, she just is like, and I think she has raised. Uh, I'm gonna check, almost forty million dollars. Last time I had seen it, she raised almost forty million dollars in like a matter of a couple of days. I'm just saying that there's this girl who's a sex worker who was able to raise a million dollars to the animals in Australia. You should be thankful that she did that. That's I, I, I and, you know, that's good. I just do say that she didn't necessarily have to take off her clothes, but at least she did what she does best. Well, that's what well, she does. To be for fair, her, her 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 Twitter handle is the Naked Philanthropist. Yeah. So oh, okay. it's kind of her thing. It kind is. of her thing. So it's like, eh, she did. She used her thing where she could have taken money, but she, you know, I give her credit. Thirty-one million three hundred and ten thousand dollars. Three hundred and ten nine hundred twenty-one dollars is what Celeste Barber has raised so far. It's all through Facebook. Yeah. I couldn't donate because I'm not on Facebook, so I went directly to the New South Wales uh, Rural fire brigade and donated directly to their site because also they don't have their, I, I don't know it exactly, but their firefighters are not set up the same way that ours are. They're mostly uh, volunteer from what I understand, very understaffed and very underfunded. Yeah. So they don't have big water drops like we do, especially here in California, things like that. So they really need a lot of like money and help. So, oh, so Celeste Barber is the one who mocks everyone on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Celeste Barber is the person who like mocks models and Instagram influencers and like certain pictures. Like she got, she became famous for mocking Kylie Jenner, that picture that Kylie Jenner had with her hair out that all looked like hearts. She did that. And, <laughs> and, then, and Celeste Barber has a normal body. She's a mom of like, you know, three kids. Her husband is hot. In fact, he's called hot husband. <laughs> Like <laughs> she's like me and my hot husband. Um, but yeah, she's a comedian and she's hilarious. But yeah, she's like she's she's raised like so much money. And her in-laws home, Eden, Australia, was uh was surrounded by fire. Like her in-laws were on a tugboat in the harbor, like with the fire. Like and that's yeah, where it that's, kind of that's, that's where it kind of started. It was like they didn't have any fire service coming to help them. And so they were like, because there wasn't enough money. So it's like trying to get money to them so they could get fire service and stuff like that. Um, so that's where that started. And she was just like, we're just trying to raise like $20,000. And $20,000 turned into $31 million. That's great. I know. Well, basically, $20,000 turned into $6 million in 24 hours. That's, that's awesome. a lot. Like, oh, I mean, it, it, it's... You know, you're a fame. Well, I guess, what do you call it? I don't want to say Instagram famous, but, you know, you have followers. You have people. People are concerned and worried about this situation because they're like, you hear about the amount of loss of, mm -hmm. you know, just not like human life, but animal life. And mm -hmm. people seem to care more about animals than they do humans in general. Um, and it, which is, I, I'll still try and wrap my head around that at times, but still can't at times. It's. Because you know. we always think that people, because well, animals seem helpless and people don't. Yeah, that's, this is true. Yeah. And um, then you see a church burned down and $2 billion is raised in, right. out of nowhere. And she even talks about that. She yeah. was like, she's like, all those billionaires who gave all that money and raised all that money. I think it was two people. Yeah. She's like, and she's like, and she's like, and we, like all these people who are donating, she's like, people are donating $10, $15, That's all these donations are. On Celeste's one, I've raised thirty-one million dollars. She's like, it's amazing. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna cry because <laughs> I cry easily, and I'm PMSing. JJ JJ Watt did something. I mean, granted, he's probably he has a bigger presence, or at least in terms of people know who he is. But he in raised country, about 40, yeah. 40 to fifty million for Houston after mm -hmm. the uh, hurricane a yeah. few years ago. And it's and it, I mean, it's and not just yeah. I mean, obviously, people know, would know him. Like, you don't really have to explain unless you don't know sports. But he's a well-known person, yeah. personality, and loved loved in Houston. But he wasn't putting up that money himself. He got, like, that many people to, mm -hmm. like, that it became $40 million in a matter of days was pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, and this is a I thing. I think it would start off to being, like, $100,000 is all he wanted. And then it just kept going yeah, and going and it and just, going. it snowballed, right? Yeah. Well, and I think this is the thing is that people – this is what's crazy. And I'm not – so is that – just like, like, let's take it, let's like, people are willing to donate money to like help people that they don't even know. 
but they don't realize that you donate money to help people that you don't even know when you pay your taxes. Like if you're like, we should be willing to pay our taxes because like, that's what goes into like the ACA not what that's what goes into like Medicare and stuff like that. But then people, it changes when you put the word like tax on it and stuff like that. It's just like when the, the, you know, the argument that GoFundMe is not healthcare. It's not. And most of those things fail. And so this money, it shouldn't be, we should be able to pay our taxes and the government should do, should use that money responsibly for disaster recovery, you know, for Houston, for Miami, for Puerto Rico, for California wildfires. The, the Australian government should use their taxes, you know, uh, you know, appropriately to help with these bushfires and to help with that. But that's, you know, so that's what's crazy is that it is people helping other other people, but we're just doing it, you know, we're doing it when we see animals burning or drowning and we see people, you know, losing everything. Okay. Uh, Like, I'm not going to just, I mean, I agree with you on this in the sense, but I'm going to give an opposite side to this. Okay. Because we, people have been paying their taxes and I, I believe you know me well enough and everyone who's listened to this show knows where I stand on where people should be taxed and who should be taxed and who should be paying uh-huh. their fair share for a lot of these things. But the government hasn't proven or shown us anything as of late that they're going to take care of the people in this country, let alone other countries. I'm, I'm just saying like where people are going to like see and when you say that this is where this should be going, and I agree it should be where it goes, mm-hmm. but it's not going there. It's going to other people's pockets. Uh-huh. For things that we have nothing to do with, nothing we, we don't want to be a part of. Well, that's what I said. I said when the government uses it responsibly. Well, when was the last time when they did, like, 1940-whatever? I, I, this isn't going to become uh, an argument about this stuff. I'm just, I, so I'm just saying that, like, you know, if we would stop arguing about, like, I don't want to pay taxes for this yeah. because blah, 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 blah. If, if the people stood up and said, I want to pay taxes, and but I want it to go to this. If we elected the right officials... To do this and we yeah. stopped also looking at people and saying you know what instead of me having to spend money to help to 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 help flood victims to help fire victims then my taxes went ahead and did that because i elected the right people because i didn't automatic wasn't told by government officials that that person that those people were poor and made poor choices in their life and didn't deserve my help Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole cycle. I get where you're coming from. I, I absolutely agree. I'm just saying where agree. people would, would disagree with. Like, right. But then that's the thing. The it's trust. It's self-perpetuating because then if we say, well, the government's not going to do jack shit with my taxes anyway, then why the fuck pay them? And why the fuck, like, why why vote then? Well, the, no, the ones who don't pay them, like, the, we, the, we, this is a whole other pot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> with the amount of time we have left, we can't really go there. And How much fun. time do we have left? Uh, we have 18 minutes okay. or 17 minutes. So it's not that we, we could go down a rabbit hole of this conversation oh yeah well well all i have to say about it is that the government right now is creating a lot of new jobs and they're giving all (laughs) all expenses paid trips to very warm nice desert locales Mm -hmm. they're getting i mean they basically pay for you to get in amazing shape Mm -hmm. and um want to go to saudi arabia jobs are are pretty renewable because you know not a lot of the people come back so it's i'd say it's that's pretty self-sustaining job market right Mm -hmm. there soldiers i mean that is i think one of the largest chunks of our taxpayer money goes to defense correct uh, two, two, tr- two trillion dollars, yeah. Right. Is that as much of our, as our deficit right now because we don't tax uh, bil- three, billion, billionaire? Cr- oh, so we're more than our deficit. Uh, or no, the deficit is more than the defense budget I, because what? we don't tax billion-dollar billion oh. companies. Our deficit went up in a trillion dollars this year or oh, whatever since, yeah. since the tax cut was put in and the trickle-down economic. If you want an economic class uh, really quickly, trickle-down economics never worked, never has worked. It's been proven to not work, and it will not work now because rich people just want to sit on their money. And there's a, some great numbers where you see, like, Zuckerberg, Bezos' wealth from when they became billionaires. Like, it was, like, $9 million for Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. He has, like, $39 bil- or Sorry, $9 billion. No, it's $39 billion. Yeah, in 10 years. It's something, what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Rich people aren't going to spend money. That's what they don't do. That they they sit on their wealth. They're, they're hoarders of wealth. It's power to them to influence things. And I'm doing the political thing, or it's not even political. It's just obvious uh, talking points for anyone who's just like I. 
with people starving in this country and other countries around the world, mm-hmm. there should be no billionaire class. If we're in a feudal system that we don't realize that we're sitting in. It's communism without us knowing that it's communism in the sense of Russia, USSR communism, where there's bread lines. Mm-hmm. We might not be in that, but we're getting towards that. Mm-hmm. And well, that's been actually that's been cut recently. So there aren't going right. to be no funded bread lines. Uh, Correct. So more starvation, more homelessness coming. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to 2020 on a bang, you know. We had it. We recorded one day, and the next day we're oh like, "Oh, God. here we go." <laughs> I was like, I, I literally like yelled at the screen. I was like, "This is why we can't have nice things. Mm. Like we couldn't have just a night, just seven days, just seven days. Give yeah. me a week. We can't have two days. No, Nate, we can't. We Nate, can't what have do you think on that? Two days. What's that? Two days of like peace and quiet. No Twitter. No bullshit. We can't. No, you should come to. You should come to the Midwest. It's peaceful. It's all happy. Oh, oh, there's no games here, man. There's no international assassinations happening there. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's crazy. So, like the uh, uh, one of the evening rituals here is that uh, during cocktail hour, on um, you know, my dad and I have a glass of scotch and watch the. He loves to watch the first. It's the um, uh, weekly world or daily world news, whatever one Lester Holt hosts. I think it's on CBS. I forget the official mm-hmm. name of it. NBC. So that that it is that NBC. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so that we watch that news first, and of course that's all Trump blowing up the world, doing doing horrible things, and then immediately after we'll, we'll watch the local news, which is actually feels like a quaint thing that I never did in LA. I never watched the local news, <laughs> no. um, except that the local news in California, in LA, was always like it seemed like the, the lead story of the local news in LA was always world news. Like you would start with Trump or yeah. something like that, or or a car chase or yep. something. But St. Louis is as it is. Um, the top three or four story, the entire A block of the local news is shootings because oh. there are so many of them. That's like, right, so many of them. Like I, it is startling um, here just compared to LA because you, you know LA has its crime for sure, but it's not night. You don't on the news see the or the first three stories aren't three different shootings in the West Hollywood area. No, you don't see that very often. No, currently, but, uh, yeah, we have the was it the DA. Or the someone, some judge is being like the cops have been lying about citizens who are gang members and f- uh, forging files on f- like innocent people and getting them arrested. Well, that's, and, oh, that's wonderful. And whoever that's the fun. Uh, the is it whoever the 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 lawyer is that's running the the DA's office. DA's office is Jackie. Oh, Jackie something. God damn it! I, well, I was looking this up, and she's been covering up. <gasps> and not doing anything about the cops who have been caught. Oh, Jesus Christ. So L.A. has some, you know, there's some uh, oh, yeah. let's cover up for the cops situation that's mm-hmm. gone higher than, you know, just the news broke the other day okay. about this. So it's just like we're sitting in here and just being like, yeah, the L.A. cops aren't the most trustworthy of police force. No. Uh, I don't know how many well, people. That's- hmm? That's that's been going on for a while. Did yep. you see LA Confidential? <laughs> they've, yeah. they've, they've never been they've never been known for being not corrupt. I mean, there's a what was it Rampart, Deep Blue? Yeah, mm-hmm. Rampart. Was, yeah, yeah. Yep. Was it Dark Blue or Deep Blue? The uh, uh, Thin Blue Line. Dark uh, Dark Blue, I think. Yeah, it was I a, think I know. Yeah, yeah. Scott Speedman and uh, yeah Kurt Russell. Yeah, they were like it was during the riots as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, it just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun times. And... I might. I want to recommend because I'm I'm looking for sponsorship from them. Um, there's the Reuters news app if you have uh, Apple TV, and I don't know about any of the others if it's on Roku or Sling or anything like that. Well, Sling it wouldn't be on Sling, but Roku or Amazon Fire or anything. But uh, a friend of mine told me about it because trying to watch, you know. Uh, less cable news or anything like that but the Reuters news app is great because you can watch and it'll ask you like how much time you have it's like 10 15 or 30 minutes and then and you pick one and then you you basically watch a news block of aggregated stories from around the world so it's news but but at the same time but it's not there's no political bent so it's like this is what's going on so i learned a lot more about hong kong i would say and what's going on with them than i would have if i was watching a the la local news and b cnn you know msnbc or fox news you know what i mean so it's like i learned a lot more about what's going on in hong kong what's going on with uh china and tesla let's say all these different things so i highly recommend it if you have apple tv 
if you have Roku, like look look it up because it's kind of it's kind of nice. I mean, you're still getting news, you're still hearing these stories, and you can dig deeper because you can go back into it and you can look it up and and stuff like that. So, um, but you'll if you if you want to get your news, but you don't want to start, you don't want to hear the same news over and over again all the time, or just hear a whole bunch of talking heads wanting to hear themselves talk. Uh, Get the Reuters news app. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Surprised that uh, corporate news doesn't want you to know about people uprising against, you know, political governments and things like that. Yeah, really? What? We don't hear anything about the Yellow Jackets anymore. Nope. Nor have we really ever heard anything about the Yellow Jackets outside of riots in Paris. On on Reuters, uh, you know, they they talk about the, the... the the Paris uh, the train shut down the oh, strike that, and everything there's always like a, that. There's always a train strike in Paris. There is, but this is the longest one in, ver- in a very long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really it's really impacting them. Yep. I, I missed one by a day. They only striked for a day, but no. I was like, this one has been going on for several weeks. Yeah, that's not and good. And through the holidays, yep, they've been on strike. I know airlines have done that, but yeah. And we don't. And here in America, we don't think that much about it because it is because we don't rely on trains the same way. People as people, you know, uh, to move goods around the country. Yes, we do rely on trains, but you know. Well, I think that's more of us in California. Like commuter trains are much more in like Chicago, right? New York, like city yeah. metropolitan yeah. areas that have been built. Right. Around, like it's more more east east coast. Yeah. yeah like it's more know, east Joe, coast. Joe Biden, Joe Biden taking the train yeah. back home to Delaware. So if there was a train strike kind of in on the east coast, then that would be a bigger deal. But even still, oh, in California, yeah. we wouldn't hear about it. But let's say there was a pilot strike. That'd be there a was a deal. pilot strike. That would be huge. And there was still a pilot strike going on for, you know, a we few ever, weeks. We had to have had a pilot strike. We've had a few pilot strikes, yeah. but it's been a while. So. I'll talk to my friend. See if, like, what the situation there. Yeah. Flies for American, so. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll love to be on the air and be like, oh, yeah. I mean, they've threatened. I feel like they threatened to a few years ago well, because they, of something. They but. had their uh, pensions cut, mm-hmm. essentially. That I did know. Because all pilots try to do this thing where you like the pensions are still good they were much better back in the day where you would get 80 percent of your salary mm-hmm. depending on what ca- like what you were being a captain for so like you, at the end of your career you want to fly international because oh. you get more money because you're in the plane longer and things like that so that's why everyone transitions from well you'll you still have to move up right planes and then uh so my friend has moved from like the dallas well dallas was his hub but like the mid range mm-hmm. now he's cross country yeah like he's moved to the 730 i don't know yeah yeah one of the bigger planes yeah i'll say um i'm not on top of what i used to be when it comes mm-hmm. to what that's okay. what they are but, you but know. yeah but that's like in france it's their pensions it's, and but it's actually affecting a lot of them they the, the government wants to consolidate the pensions oh well, they want to get away from what they you know it's it's very hard to get mm-hmm. a job in paris mm-hmm. for young people because they do take care of their workers Mm -hmm. in a good way where you don't really have to work and you get paid well Mm -hmm. in a way, I think is from my understanding of Paris government and (laughs) work rate. Uh, I've seen a few strikes when I've been there. Mm -hmm. I got a really cool photo of a picket, like a, like riot cops and protesters. I got like a shot right down the middle of it. uh, Back in 2000, 2000. Do you sell it to Pepsi? Uh, I did not. I have to find that. It was a really good photo. You should. Eh. Uh, well, this is kids that aren't of a certain age. Is it on film? It was on film. Nice. Black and white. Ooh, <laughs> look at you, artsy fartsy. I was artsy fartsy for a little while. I had my uh, Nikon N sixty or ninety, something like that. Like, uh, it's probably in a drawer somewhere. Many lenses. I I went a bit nuts on the art side, mm-hmm. and then I got it got expensive film. Film is expensive, mm. yeah. I mean, I still have two film cameras, but yeah, I never use them because I was reluctant to go digital. But then once I did, I was like, oh fuck it. Okay, it's so much fine. cheaper in a way. Yeah. Not not the same feel. No. Uh, no, definitely not. But still. So what are the stories of Nate in St. Louis outside of watching the news over there? Oh uh, well, you know, I've got. There's a lot going on, man. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Oh, I did get some actually really shocking news today. 
Uh, I, I went to the dentist and don't have any cavities. Congratulations. What? That's thank huge. You, thank you. You know what? You know what? You know what? This would be shocking to, to all our listeners if you knew the insane amount of candy that I eat. It's just insane. Uh, I, I eat just as much as you do, and I, I'd be shocked if I went in without a cavity. Like, I come out My, with uh, at least yeah. one. Oh, I expected to have at least two to four. Yeah. Um, but especially since just to, just to give you an idea about the sugar intake in the safer household, uh, <laughs> my my dad uh, just repurchased because we ran out a ten pound bag of gummy bears off of Amazon. What? Ten pounds? Yeah, it's uh, and and that's even with Amazon Prime, uh, that is still fifty dollars worth of gummy bears. Ten pounds. Ten pounds at fifty. Yeah. But I mean, I. I like gummy bear, not that much, not ten, oh, 10 these, pounds. Like these are good. These are really good gummy bears. Oh. But yeah, it's mm. uh, um, so that'll last us like I don't know, three or four days probably. <laughs> um, I don't know what no, your, we, your yeah. bowels will handle. That it's just like <laughs> no, no. We it's the the we, we so I guess our, our household would average not eating a lot of sugar since my mom eats zero. But but I make up for it on the other side. Uh. But I, I I did get some just. Um, just crazy news from the the dental hygienist today she told she informed me that um scope uh mouthwash is a lie yeah it's just a horrible lie all mouthwash is a lie no no listerine is not she said she said listerine and there's a few other brands but she said those the ones that that, those actually can contain essential oils and and fluoride but she said scope is literally just breath freshener there is nothing in it that helps you at all, but at least Listerine has things that help you. Oh. And I, this, I was never a scope person, but now I'm very anti-scope. No. Down with scope. Th- th- thank you for now, the... Now, however, if... If, if they want to sponsor? Want, if Crest wants to sponsor us, I'm a big fan of their toothpaste. I'm not a fan of their scope brand. So we'll, we can figure that out with them Wait, later, do they I, own I more I than one brand? Uh, they're all together. Uh, they all own each other. Probably. Who we'll knows? figure it out. I'm Everybody like... owns everyone. Well, yeah, one company owns it all. Yeah. It's like Lord of the I Rings. Bet... <laughs> yeah, one I, ring to bind surprised. them, one ring to whatever them. <laughs> Twelve rings to, to One ring get... to set them free. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if Comcast owns them at this point. Who knows? <laughs> Westinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> or the, no, Sh- Shinehard wig, wig Company. That's right. <laughs> I actually look forward to um, some, oh, God, what did we, used to, we used to call it? Uh, some breaking up of some monopolies coming. Uh, if Elizabeth oh, Warren gets elected, fact. yes. <laughs> Facebook is getting broken up. It better. Which yeah. will be funny. Um, but then again, I wrote a paper about how Microsoft was getting broken up and like the projections on how that would work out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know if I was close to anything correct there. Yeah. Because it made no sense to me as a 21-year-old writing that paper. I mean, it is interesting how it's like, you know, like 100 years later after these like, you know, the US men who steel. built yeah U.S. Steel, like the men who built America, like all these like you know titan, standard oil. Yep, the the yep. titans Bell. of industries and all these monopolies. How they and the antitrust, like we got rid of them, but then they came back again, but in these different versions, these newer forms because it's mm-hmm. new technology. Just like that's what happened before. That was new technology, you know, steel and railroads and oil. That was all new technology. So now we have to go at it the same way. So it's in, but then that was a Republican president that well, broke a bit them up. Different times. I know it's different times, but I love it how people like to you know it's oh it was a Republican, Republican president that that freed the slaves. Yeah, you know because things didn't change. Was, Jim, was that Teddy? Was that Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. Like who was? Yeah, he broke like up the. He, he was the one who you know tried initiated. To the, yeah. yeah, breaking up all of them. Antitrust. Uh, I mean, it was it was more politicians than just him, but yeah. he was the big monopoly he buster. F- he forced. He said, "This is enough," and mm-hmm. he was for the people. Yeah. And our society has was good for a while on that one, and then all of a sudden, rich people got in, and then we allowed them to, you know, we allowed corporations to fund politics yes. as a person. Citizens uh, United. Yeah. Good work. Oh, George we need, W. We need another. No, they're Teddy. No, that happened under Obama, I believe, actually. Citizens United? Yeah, Citizens... I think... I think it happened while he was president, unfortunately. Could have been. Could have been. Because I don't think it was... I don't think it was available when he was first elected. Yeah. But the repercussions were because of... uh, uh, 
some of George W. Bush's uh, Supreme Court picks. It was 2010. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So after it was, a, uh, but yeah. it was. But that was at that point. It was Obama in Supreme Court, to... so it was yeah. it was settled by the Supreme Court. So it happened prior to a. It came into play, I think, before then. Well, I mean, if it's in litigation, then it then it's not happening. So, if the decision was in 2010, then it opened up the floodgates after that. Yes. So yeah. So it was after Obama was was elected. Okay, so overturned over a period so, yeah. of like 1990. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, like I'll I'll read that for next week. Yeah. Figure out more. Yeah. I just know it's a bad thing. But okay. Yeah. That is up. Do you, um, go ahead. Before we leave, do you have any updates on that lesbian story from last week? No, we're going to leave that one to go. And that was our show. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. This is Hugh Lewis with Nathan Safer, <laughs> Stacy Noel we'll get, Connor. We'll, we'll leave, and we're going to ignore what Nate is saying from now <laughs> on until the rest. <laughs> 